welcome to this podcast. I'm your host, Paris James, and all I want is for you to go out there and live your damn life. This is a safe space where we can just be ourselves and have meaningful conversations. Let's face it, life is not always perfect, but you can choose to live it unconditionally, now and always. I'm just here to remind you that you have the power to create the exact magical life that you deserve, and guess what? I am proud of you already. I'm so grateful that you're here, tuned in and listening, so let's dive right in. Hi everyone, welcome back to this podcast and hello if you are new and I know, I know, y'all are probably going to be like, whoa, who is this? Because I have not recorded a single episode in so long and it's just so crazy because I came on hot and heavy thinking, yeah, it's a new year, I'm going to record so many podcast episodes and... To be very honest, I just feel like I was just a little bit distracted by a lot of different things in my life, mainly focusing on doing a lot more content on Instagram, a lot more visual content, all in the efforts of promoting my app, which by the way, if you haven't downloaded yet, please do. We have a lot of free videos, so you can try it out, you know, see if you like it. And on the plus side, if you download it, you're going to get daily quotes sent to you every single day. So that's a plus. You can just kind of download it and try it out but yeah I feel like I have not been in a place where I could sit down and fully record and that's the thing like that's how content creation is or things like this like stuff goes like I'm forgetting how to talk lol (laughs) no but seriously I really wanted to kind of gather my thoughts and sit down here and really just make good episodes, you know, I didn't want to come on for the sake of, you know, you have to get an episode out this week and then it's not coming from a place where I genuinely feel like I'm able to speak in the best way possible and for you to listen and really take away some kind of message here. So I chose a really easy episode to kind of, you know, dip my toe back in and bring about these weekly podcast episodes again. So today's episode is going to be how I got into yoga I know some of you all probably heard this story a million times on Instagram, but I always feel like things get lost on there. They disappear from stories and from feed posts as well. So I'm just going to record this podcast episode. So if anybody kind of finds me or is new to this uh, channel or forum, they can go back and review that if you want to know. So it is the summer of 2016 and I had actually just finished my degree in Canada. So I did a double major in biochemistry and neuroscience, one of the hottest combinations, but I was a nerd, okay? And to be honest, I look back on it and there's a lot of things that I regret. And I know it's always like, don't have regrets. It's such a terrible thing to say, but there are parts of me that I wish that I could kind of go back and redo in that whole university experience in Toronto, but I'm here now and I'm just going to try to take those lessons and move forward with them. And one of the things that I regretted a lot, in inverted commas, is how much time I actually spent studying and I'm going to reserve this for another podcast episode, but I just feel like I didn't really truly live in such a wonderful once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be you know young and frivolous and to be in a different country and to be learning and studying and not just being there for the grades and being there for something that you're going to get on a piece of paper but really just experiencing everything else so I remember just feeling really 
just empty when I graduated and I graduated at the top of my class. I graduated with really high distinction, super high GPA and I just didn't feel like happy. I didn't feel like if I'd accomplished something great and I know that might be counterintuitive but that's just how I felt at this point in time. So I remember Instagram, the boom of the Instagram and looking at people on Instagram had kind of just started to reach the point where you were seeing people from all over the world living their lives, doing different things. And I remember coming across this girl. She is so incredible. To this day, I look at her profile. Her name is Sayana. And she had the most beautiful pictures ever. Like everything was just so eye-catching. She was working with one of the major brands in the yoga world, Alo Yoga. And if you follow me on Instagram, you would know that I really love their brand and I wear their clothes a lot and host challenges and do different things because all of this came about just from me looking at this one girl. She was such a huge source of inspiration to me. So she was based in Australia and she was so flexible, like so strong. She was doing handstands. She was doing all these different things and I was completely mesmerized. I remember sitting down at that point in time in my ex's apartment. So we were living together at that point in time. And one of my best guy friends from Trinidad, he was also there. So I was sitting down next to him and I was scrolling and I was saying, I want to be just like this girl. I want to do these poses. I don't know, something about it like just drew me to it. And I feel like that is always something that will happen to you throughout your life, your passion or your journey or wherever life wants to take you, there's going to be a point in time where if you are straying away from that or if your destiny or something, it should be pulling you in another direction, it will happen one way or the other and that's why I always say to have an open mind and just kind of take it as it comes. So I was scrolling through her profile and I was telling my guy friend, I was like, oh my god, I want to be just like her, I'm going to be just like her one day. And I remember the comments in the room were around the lines of, yeah, right, like, you know, she's probably a gymnast, so she was probably doing things when she was young, it's not going to be you. And she was so just, I felt like she was so out of my league in terms of like what she accomplished. And I just, at that point in time, because I didn't get the support that I wanted from being so excited from seeing it, I was just like, okay, you know what, maybe you're right. And I had never really been super flexible. I remember I used to sit down and do these flexible, not even flexibility, it was more like abs videos on YouTube and I couldn't even do any of them. I remember just rolling all over the floor because I just was not getting it. So to be, to even think that I could have been anywhere close to that level of being able to have a consistent yoga practice was so absurd to me and I guess to everybody else around but something was just telling me that you know just try so I remember we went to this I wouldn't even call it a beach it was kind of like a lake in Canada and I was wearing this bikini and the bikini had this plastic back piece right so it was like a plastic buckle basically so I remember go in there and saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to become this Instagram yoga girl. I'm going to take this picture doing this backbend. For some reason, I chose the hardest pose. I chose the wheel pose, which is like an upside down pose um, and a backbend as well. And I told my boyfriend at the time, I was like, take this picture of me, make it look good. I'm going to be like this girl. And of course he was just like, you know, okay, yeah, right. 
So I was trying to do this pose. I didn't even know how to get into it. I didn't even warm up. I didn't do anything. I just kind of lie down on the ground and try to push myself up into this pose. And at that point in time, there was this lady who was there and she was probably about like in her 40s. And she came up to me and she said, oh, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to do a wheel pose. And I looked at her and I was just like, yeah, because I was rude AF. I just looked back and cringe at myself. And she was like, oh, that's actually um, not how to get into it. And she was trying to explain like verbally, like how to get into it. And she was clearly fit and active. And like the rude little twat part of me was like, oh, well then show me how to get into it. And I, I just remember being like, okay, that's pretty rude. But she was like, oh, she can't get into it right now. And at that point in time, I was like, oh, why? It's like, it looks so easy. And she eventually left. So I just kind of thanked her for advice and then continued trying to push myself up into the subil pose, snapped the most ridiculous picture ever and went on to post it on my Instagram and went to bed at night. Now, when I woke up the next morning, I was in the most excruciating pain. It felt like my back was just sore. And I remember just thinking, will I ever feel normal again? And the part of the bikini that had the plastic buckle had actually left an imprint on my back and I was like in so much pain my boyfriend at the time was like "Mm -hmm." you know like kind of hinting like hint hint this is definitely not you know you're not doing this right and I remember just sitting down thinking I can't believe that this took so much work because I had this ridiculous mentality that if I could read about something and if I could look at somebody doing something Uh, then I would be able to do it. And that stemmed from me just being able to really like study well, I guess, in academics. And I thought that in my naive self, it would translate into yoga or doing something like that. So it was really disrespectful of me, to be honest, to think that I could just pop into this pose just like that without any practice, without any knowledge of how to actually engage your muscles, open up your spine and really be able to get the full expression of that pose. Now, when I can't do something... I get really addicted to it. I know that sounds weird, but I just get really obsessed with trying to figure it out. So I remember sitting down and just kind of going over and over, like, how do you get into wheel pose? And then I fell down the rabbit hole of the Instagram and I started to just become really engrossed and like engrossed in like looking at everybody's posts. I was saving them like crazy. And I was just like, I actually don't even think the save function was available back then so what I was doing was screenshotting everybody's posts and trying to like save them in this folder to try to find them back later on so I became really obsessed with it now at that point in time I had graduated so I left Canada and I came back to Trinidad which is my home country and I didn't have like the space or I guess the support to kind of continue with this practice so I was just kind of in my room At that point in time, I didn't have a proper room because my room was taken over when I like came back to the country. So I was just not in a good space mentally. I just felt really overwhelmed from having lived away for four years, really in a state of just like, I don't know what to do with my life. I don't know if I should go back to Canada. Like, what am I doing down here? I don't even have a room anymore. It was just like really upsetting, I guess. And I was just like trying to distract myself by doing yoga. And in retrospect, I feel like I went about it in the wrong way because I was just obsessed with wanting to take the pictures like Sayana or 
wanted to have like a strong presence on Instagram. Like I didn't even care about what yoga meant. I didn't even know what the word yoga meant. And I'm just being so honest here because what attracted me in the beginning was just the pictures and the videos and being seen out there and you know the usual stuff that attracts you to social media just kind of like that public perception or that external motivation and I just started like saving all these posts practicing on my own and somewhere along the line I don't even know when it happened I just started to really just read up on it and really get into it and then I started to realize how I was changing, not just physically, like I went from not even being able to do a sit-up or do a plank to having all of this strength in my body and it was like a book that was slowly being opened or something that was slowly unraveling like within my body and I don't know, like this sounds really weird and strange, but I just felt like I was... Oh, I feel so corny seeing this. I just felt like my body, like what it was meant to do it was finally like coming home to that, if that makes sense. Because as I started to pay more attention to just the breath and like slowing things down and not trying to rush into the peak poses and to just starting off with the basics, like my body literally started to unfold and I was starting to get all of the poses that I wanted to get. It was just starting to happen. And the crazy thing about it is that I didn't even spend more than 10 minutes in these like in this practice, I was literally doing it. Like I would do like one plank before I went to shower. I would try to work myself up to like one minute. Then I would do one downward dog. I remember asking my friend who was a personal trainer, like she was a previous personal trainer. And I was asking her, I was like, you do a forward fold. And then she would do it. She was obviously more athletic than I was. And I would do it. And my back was rounding. And I was just like, why is my back rounded? Like, why can't I touch my toes? Like, why is my back like this? And she was saying, you know, your hamstrings have to unlock, your back has to, like it has to unlock. And and then I just, so it was a kind of like an up and down period. At some points in times I was, I was like, okay, I need to slow down. I need to learn more about this. I need to know what yoga really means. And other points in times I'd be like so frustrated. Like, why am I not getting it? I'm, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to. And the thing is, that's kind of like how I think life is, which I think, This is why I love yoga so much because the lessons that you learn on the mat are the lessons that will translate off the mat. And as I started to realize like my body was changing physically, I started to realize how I was changing mentally. I was starting to approach things so differently in my life instead of just rushing and wanting the end goal of things. I was like looking at it slowly and just taking my time. And on top of it too, I was like being so in tune with my emotions because I had an outlet. And that's one of the things I feel like it's so important to have. And I believe so much in this theory that people have to get some sort of high in life. Like they have to get like a shot of that, you know, that dopamine, that excitement, that happiness, that whatever it is that drives them. And the answer to that lies in whatever your passion is. Now, a lot of people go through life without knowing what their passions are. So they will then turn to other things that they find a high in. So they will turn to, you know, maybe alcohol or maybe partying or smoking or like whatever it is kind of that tricks your brain into feeling that high. That's what you're going to get, which I mean, any long term is a shortcut method because what will really give you fulfillment is if you really understand what your passions are, what your talents are and what it is, is your natural high. So that's what yoga became to me. It became a natural high for me and it became an outlet. So 
I would get really angry sometimes, really frustrated, really depressed about certain things that were happening in my life when I moved back to Trinidad. And when I started taking those 10 minutes every single day, I just felt like so grounded. It's like, it's an experience that you have to try. And I'm not trying to be like, you know, do yoga, download my app, come to my classes. But I'm like telling you in this episode that everybody needs to try yoga for at least five to 10 minutes a day. And what I love so much is that it's something that everybody could do. It does not matter your age. I teach kids who are like three, four, five, six years old up to people who are like 80. I'm not even kidding. It's something that everybody, every age, every level of flexibility, everyone every size, shape, literally everybody can benefit from yoga. And that is the story of how I first like took my first step into the yoga world. And from there, it kind of just went on to becoming, I don't even know how it became like this. Like when I was in a country and I, there was not a place in Trinidad where I felt comfortable working in my field, which was neuroscience. So I started to teach oh my god, I'm straying all over the place, but I promise I have a point. I started to teach kids SEA and that was bringing in a little bit of income. And at the same point in time, I was consistently posting. Like I was so ashamed to be posting like yoga girl that I would post hashtag aspiring yoga girl. If you scroll down all the way to my beginner yoga pictures down to the beginning where I used to just be going all over the place to take these yoga pictures like I would go Starbucks I would go at the side of the road like anywhere that looks appealing to me I would go and I was made fun of so much like people would comment and people would be like why you have to go and pose up in front of Starbucks and you know just say they didn't understand it and I didn't even care like I was so strong-minded and so strong-willed because I was looking at all of the girls who were so into their yoga practice and I wanted to be part of that community so when I decided to really just get into it and start posting to join that community and to participate in you know different challenges and stuff that were going on that's when everything changed for me because I was tuning out all of the negative words and I was just like consistently posting like it didn't even matter if my toes couldn't touch the ground it didn't matter if I was nowhere near the pose I was just posting and I think a lot of people resonated with that and kind of when the same boat as me or were kind of intrigued by this practice that I just somehow developed at the late stage in life like in my 20s and not even having any prior experience and I think that is what kind of connected me to this community and I remember just entering all of these different challenges like the brand that I love Aloe Yoga they had this challenge they weren't even like super famous back then they were so big, but they were having like these challenges every week where they would, where you would have to post this pose and every single week they would have it and you would get the opportunity to win. And I was so motivated by that because I could not afford a single aloe yoga outfit. It was so out of my budget. I was just going to like these little stores. I was doing it in my like shorts and in these crop tops that like looked like yoga clothes, but really wasn't. So I was just so motivated by their challenges that I was just posting like crazy, like anything, like I would just post, I would save all these yoga girls pictures and I would try to learn from them any little tips that they had. And then slowly everybody started asking me like, you know, maybe you should teach, maybe you should do this and that. And I didn't actually have the money for a yoga teacher training to be able to travel and do it. And there was none currently 
offered in the country. So I ended up getting certified in a local power yoga course just to be able to teach in gyms. And I will have a podcast episode on how I actually went from hashtag aspiring yoga girl to actually having like a whole business based on that. So that's a whole other story. I like to keep these episodes short. But anyway, so I was posting on Instagram for aloe yoga challenges and people were starting to come to me and ask, you know, how I'm doing this. And that is what motivated me to kind of get into more of like the teaching aspect and eventually the business aspect of it. So at that point in time, I feel like I was nowhere near the level of these girls that I was looking at and it served as an inspiration to me and I just continually engaged with them, commented on their pictures, doing all these different things and fast forward to now where I'll again talk about this in another podcast episode in the business aspect so like how it eventually grew this big, not even big, what am I saying? It's not big but I mean big to me because I was just that girl who could not afford any yoga clothes, couldn't do any of these things before and then to have these little things one by one being realized was incredible to me. I was so grateful and I am so grateful because eventually further down the line like because I was so consistent I eventually started hosting aloe yoga challenges and in hosting it I was working with them on like a micro level and I was getting these outfits for free I would get outfits every single month and I remember when I first started seeing the aloe yoga challenges the ones that were organized by like hosts in a community not by aloe themselves I told myself I and I actually manifested it I firmly believe that I manifested it because I said I don't want to join these challenges anymore. I want to be a host for these challenges. And I remember getting my first challenge opportunity and I literally wanted to throw up. I was just like so freaked out. I was like, I cannot believe this is happening to me. I got my aloe yoga outfits. I was just so happy, like beyond excited. That was such a win for me. I was thrilled. And then I hosted the aloe yoga challenge and I didn't actually get another challenge for a couple of months. And I remember just telling myself, like, I felt so dejected again because it's, I mean, life is just a series of ups and downs. So I was just like feeling like, okay, I'm not worthy of getting another aloe yoga challenge. And then one day I just told myself, I was like, you're going to get one. You're going to get a challenge. Your opportunity is going to present itself. And I just started to get this feeling, like this manifestation feeling, this manifestable feeling within me. And I was like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And I got it. I got two actually aloe yoga challenge opportunities and I went ahead and I did it. And so in that year, I think I just did about two. Fast forward to the year after I hosted a challenge every single month after that, I got like 12 aloe yoga outfits. And I mean, I I couldn't even believe it. I... This was a brand that I dreamed of like even being noticed by. I even went on to host my own aloe yoga uh, community event and that was a huge win for me as well. And it's just so crazy because all of these things manifested within my life and I just eventually got like a lot more people following along on my yoga journey. I eventually started classes. I eventually had my own product line. Fast forward to now where... I have Zoom classes, I have classes in person, I have studio classes. I just got certified in aerial yoga, which I hope to have classes in soon. And I got like really great opportunities from international brands as well. I had this great opportunity by Kalia, by Kari. It was honestly the biggest brand opportunity that I got that was paid. And I just 
I'm sitting here thinking, if I had listened to what everybody had told me in the beginning, thinking like, you're never going to be like Sayana. And I admit, I'm nowhere close to her level. And that is just a serious source of inspiration to me still to just keep continuously improving and to keep just getting deeper into like what yoga can actually do for people. And instead of focusing on these crazy poses sometimes just to see how I can really help people develop a daily and consistent yoga practice. Like that is amazing to me. And I just, I'm so grateful that I didn't listen to any of the people who told me I'll never be like that. So I'll never be anywhere close. I'll never teach yoga. I'll never be able to get into any of these poses. And if you're listening to this and you're doing something or you're attempting something and there's noise, let me just tell you to tune it out. Because if I told myself, I remember entering those other challenges, I was I used to wake up six o'clock in the morning or like even earlier because that's when they would announce the winner. My heart would be pounding out of my soul because I would be like, I'm going to win, I'm going to win, I'm going to win. And my heart would be pounding. I'd be like trembling, pressing my Instagram to be like, they're going to mention me. I'm going to be the winner. And I never won. Like I never won any of their challenges that they themselves hosted. And I remember like if I was to tell myself then, hey girl, hey, you are going to eventually be hosting other yoga challenges. You're going to have a community event for them. You are going to have so many opportunities. You're going to have your own app. Like I would probably have fainted if I told myself that. And the thing is you have to tell yourself and practice this little exercise. Just sit down right now and write a letter to yourself from the future and just be like, hey girl, you are doing this right now. You're not where you want to be, but the point is that you are moving. You are seeing one step after the next. You are taking your time. You are just doing what you can and what you are capable of doing. And in two, three years from now, even one year from now, you are going to have X, Y, Z. Write it down. Seriously, take out a pen and paper, write it down, and you will be so surprised at how your life is going to transform if you just tune out that noise and just work and be consistent. Like if I had gotten those negative comments and stopped, like if I had stopped when I got those negative comments on my yoga pictures and people being like, oh my God, aspiring yoga babe, who TF is she? Like if I had like, you know, just stopped, I would not be where I am today. And there's still a lot more growing for me. I never like to think of myself as, you know, having made it. Um, and that just kind of keeps me grounded. So write that letter to yourself and just understand that things take time. And the thing is, whatever you want in life, whatever you truly, truly want, that is waiting for you. But you're not going to get it if you stop short or if you tell yourself no, or if you don't just continue on your journey. You have it in your hands. It is in your destiny. It's in your future. And I still have to tell myself that because yeah, I'm hosting Allo Challenges, but I want to work with them on a major level. And I know that I'm going to one day. I'm going to just circle back to this podcast episode when I make it big and like work for them. But I mean, <laughs> that's not me being cocky or anything, but it's me telling myself that my dreams are possible. My dreams are achievable. And you will get there one day, I will get there one day, and you just have to believe. So this is six minutes over my usual podcast episode length, which is 20 minutes. So I'm going to stop here. And this is the story, if you are new to my you know, forums, my Instagram, this is the story of how I got into yoga and how it changed my life. I went from not being able to touch my toes to quitting my lab job and doing this full-time for now. So yeah, if you are listening, keep going. 
Great things are coming your way, I promise. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I will talk to you soon. If you love this podcast, let's be BFFs. You can DM me at the Paris James on Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe, download your favorite episodes and leave us a review. And if you have a topic you want to hear about next, feel free to comment and let me know. Until then, talk soon.